Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The Dolphins need a new owner. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. There is a hell of a lot going on right now. First and foremost, the Dolphins need a new owner. The Dolphins have been punished because Stephen Ross is sloppy and reckless. And I have been a supporter of him through some of the dumbest things he's done as Dolphins owner. This is it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I am done. Sell the team. Sell the team. Find a way to get out of this. He's not fit to be an NFL owner. I'm sorry. Thanks for the stadium. Thanks for using largely your own money. But it's time to find somebody who actually can be a success in that realm. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers right off of the hot and sunny and uncomfortable Intracoastal. Stone Labanowitz, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5. WFLX Fox 29 in for his typical Tuesday spot. Looking good, ready to go on a trip. Where are you going, by the way? Vegas. Going to Vegas. First time. It's been flooded all week, and <laughs> Theo is rolling in as they clean everything up. This is like Noah's Ark type style, right? God sent the flood. Hopefully nobody got hurt. Mm-hmm. But they, now I'm going to come in here anew comes the savior. and repopulate Vegas. Re- whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Repopulate not, Vegas. Not in that way, but I like you know. that. I, what I, happens in Vegas, you know. I, I'm into that. Um, I so so a couple of things right off the bat we need to cover here. Uh, breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. The Dolphins have been docked a first round pick next year, two total picks, and they have been fined. What was the amount? What's the amount on the fine? One point five. One point five million dollars because they have found evidence of tampering with Sean Payton and Tom Brady and uh, have found evidence of uh, at least the suggestion to worry about draft position over wins in the 2019 season. The NFL just handed that punishment down. Also, Major League Baseball, Juan Soto is headed to the San Diego Padres. So the Padres win the Juan Soto sweepstakes from the Nationals. All of this has happened in legitimately the last 10 minutes. But right before we went on the air, Theo sits down and goes, oh, you, you see this dolphin stuff? And We're, we're talking like 11.58. <laughs> like 11.58. Like we're going to start the show talking about Deshaun Watson, and we still will. But I'm ready to talk to Sean Watson. I'm ready to discuss the the aftermath and what we saw yesterday after the six game suspension was levied against Watson. And Theo goes, you see this this Dolphin suspension, uh, first round pick uh, taken away from the Dolphins, a second round pick taken away from the Dolphins, and a fine. And then Stone says, Oh, I see it. I see it. I thought I was being ball sack. <laughs> I thought this was a ball sack sports tweet that Theo had been tricked by. Yeah. But, well, no, it's very real. If anybody's getting tricked by it, it's Stone. So when Stone, if Stone would have brought it up, then it's, you know, 
I, you have to question it. I send ball sack. I, I like commend <laughs> ball sack sports for what they do to people. So so I, 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 I deflect that comment. There. I send the ball sack. Great he, way to start the show. <laughs> but I thought I was being sacked. I thought I was being sacked. Yeah. Turns out this is a very real thing. So, uh, again, here is the punishment from the Dolphins or for the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins will forfeit the club's first-round selection of the 2023 NFL Draft and third-round selection in the 2024 NFL Draft. Steven Ross is suspended through October 17th of 2022. By the way, this suspension is, is longer, longer than Deshaun Watson's oh, suspension. Wow. Yeah. During wow. this period, <laughs> the NFL, this is what I was saying yesterday, <laughs> not a lot of consistency, maybe if he would have just masturbated on a woman. During this period, he may not be present at the Dolphins facility, may not represent the club at any team or NFL event. He may not attend any league meeting prior to the annual meeting in 2023. He's removed from all league committees indefinitely, and he's fined $1.5 million. Mr. Bruce Beal, Dolphins Vice Chairman, Limited Partner, may not attend any league meetings for the remainder of the 2022 season. He's fined $500,000. This discipline is informed by the Competition Committee's clear guidance that more stringent discipline, including suspensions, should be imposed for tampering violations to deter future violations to safeguard the integrity of the game. So good. The Dolphins not only punished, but... Brian Flores levying these accusations of the Dolphins are now going to make an example of the Dolphins as to why we'll see tampering suspensions moving forward in the NFL. Hey, I I was very much at Brian Flores is just being petty. Brian Flores. I was going to ask, you know, where was the same energy you had when, when Flores made these accusations? Because you were like, you know, Stephen Ross is, you know, he just wants to win. And I, I backed you on that and I loved it. But now you're talking about get rid of this guy. Brian Flores, I thought, was just simply being petty. And was Brian Flores a, a good coach? He was okay. Was he a good leader of men? That's doubtful. But was there some accuracy into what he was saying other than just sour milk about Stephen Ross? Apparently. I think Flores might deserve a bit more credit than that. Now, in, with given all the context and in hindsight, knowing that his owner was likely, the NFL looked into it, was intentfully trying to lose games. He had, like, what, a 10-win season in there? Well, this is eh. important. This is no. important because the investigation, this according to the NFL, the investigation conclusively established the following. One, the Dolphins did not intentionally lose games during the 2019 season, nor did anyone at the club, including Mr. Ross, instruct Coach Flores to do so. Mm. No witness contended otherwise. The Dolphins competed hard to win every game. Well, that's debatable, including at the end of the season when they beat Cincinnati and New England, despite worsening Miami's position in the 2020 draft. Now, this is where Stephen Ross gets wildly annoyed. So I, I, I see what you're saying, Theo, yeah. but, but it's not as if uh, Stephen Ross was in Brian Flores' face saying, lose, lose, why didn't you lose this game? That didn't happen. Yeah. There was no purposeful tanking there. It does beg the question, would Stephen Ross have been... Okay, losing. Oh yeah, the answer probably. Well, we know that's Dolphins true. fans should have been okay. Yeah, losing. They were okay? taking for two, and all of that was a. But it's rally not cry. something that the owner can be, you know, pining for. It, he didn't vocalize it. At yeah. least we don't know that. Um. So, here is number two on the draft position investigation. On a number of occasions during the 2019 season, Mr. Ross expressed his belief that the Dolphins' position in the upcoming 2020 draft should take priority over the team's win-loss record. Okay. And this is where this gets dicey. These comments were made 
most frequently to team president and CEO Tom Garfinkel, but were also made to general manager Chris Greer, senior vice president Brandon Shore, and Coach Flores. These comments, which he took to be suggestions that he lose games, troubled Coach Flores and led him to express his concerns in writing to senior club executives, each of whom assured Coach Flores that everyone, including Mr. Ross, supported him in a building in winning culture in Miami. After this, Mr. Ross no longer made any such comments to Coach Flores. I'm sorry, but that can't happen if you're Stephen Ross. How many people are you going to walk around the team facility and say, hey, Draft position, draft position, draft position. Like, what are you doing? Like, you can think that, (laughs) but have a damn brain. You're a billionaire real estate mogul. You're not a dumbass. But that's dumbass behavior from Stephen Ross. Why don't you just tell the damn team that in the locker room? You told everybody else. Those are, That's dumbass behavior from somebody who knows better. Those qualify as receipts, right? Like, those are receipts. Absolutely. The owner of the Tolfins is saying, hey, openly to people with power. Hey, I want to make sure we have that great draft position. Hey, want to make sure. Hey, let's make sure we have the highest draft position possible. Hey, we need the, hey, hey, Coach Flores, the guy we just hired. Hey, if you really could focus in on the draft position, that would be great. How dumbass is that? But also, That's so stupid. That's literally asking him to lose games, though. It's suggesting it. It yeah. is. But the only way to improve the draft position is to lose games unless you're going to trade for a pick, right? So him not yeah, saying, I, I, mean, I want you to lose. No, 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 no. no don't give me excuses. There's a few other ways to Damn do it, no. man. This H- is so stupid. How else can you improve your draft position without losing games, though? That's literally the only way. That's give the way up players. Give up players. And what is trade that, our good guys? What does that lead to? They're losing, but trade yes. our good. But I'm saying so another was, way to do it is trade our good guys. So you have an owner who is actively get rid of X. A owner who is actively advocating tanking throughout the organization, and you're the head coach. I see why Brian Flores was a little frustrated, and I think we have to give him a little credit for at least what he was able to turn out of those Dolphins because it wasn't pathetic. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And his owner was asking for pathetic. And again, I think he's a good coach. As far as a leader of men, I think he's yeah, yes, below average. Yes, very but, but I think he's a good coach. That is so dumb. <laughs> that is so That's awful. dumb. You, it's like a reality TV That's show. Yeah. It's like That's a, a Real Housewives of uh, Hard Rock Stadium. That's, that, you know that's getting out. It's almost like that one college It's like coach. Major League come to life. <laughs> it's literally like the movie Major League, which is a comedy, which is so unrealistic. And Stephen Ross is trying to live that. That is dumb-assed behavior. They couldn't have let our Dolphins have one good week of football. Just one exciting Remember week yesterday? for the fans. Remember yesterday? The Dolphins won camp yesterday. Remember that? <laughs> Front, I mean, front center. Two at a Tyreek on Saturday feels like 10 years ago now. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. I'm really, really angry. It makes sense. But but like you said, it, it's ridiculous. It's clownery. And also, you maybe you just find a different guy to do it. Like Kind of like, I forget who the college football coach is, so I don't want to throw a name out there. But it was a prominent college football coach for a Power 5 program who literally wrote a check to a recruit. His name, a check. To pay a recruit. Well, Jeremy Pruitt, Jeremy Pruitt had his wife at yeah. Tennessee giving money to recruits <laughs> and their families. Yeah, so it's like, dumbass. You have a lot of money. You have a lot of power. You can have other people push this narrative for you. Don't be the guy doing uh, it. I'm actually kind of a fan of the McDonald's bag. 
you know, the, <laughs> I mean, it's dope. It's dope. Man, I mean, me too. I, I'd love it. I've got a price. Yeah. Like, I've got a but price. But I'm also not an NFL and owner. I ain't snitching if you bring me a bag full yeah. of cash at McDonald's. Like, Trust me. I mean, that's that's how it goes in the streets. So so we can all agree. We're, we're in solidarity that Stephen Ross telling Tom Garfinkel, one. Chris Greer, two. Brandon Shore, three. Brian Flores, four. Hey, uh, maybe maybe in 2019 we focus on the 2020 draft position. <laughs> and maybe can we really put that? A, can we make that a priority? Is that something we can do? Can we do that? We're all in solidarity that that is stupid behavior, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, I just want to make mean, sure. Maybe I'm he... all for the Dolphins succeeding, right. and I'm all for him thinking that. That's fine. I thought that. Play for draft position. But I'm also not the billionaire owner who's supposed to be an example and knows that that's not right. Maybe he thought Flores was somebody he wasn't. Maybe he's like, no, I, I, I caught this guy's vibe. Like He, he can he can handle this. I can tell him There's this. There's no then, way he thought Flores was going for that. Apparently he did. Well, I mean, he might just have a bad judge of character. Right. Flores does not strike me as a guy and who's it, going for that. I like, agree, but but he's telling him. <laughs> Here's the if, – if, if my daughter, if my daughter, my oldest daughter, turns like 14 years old and develops a love for baton. And I've told you, Stone, that the last thing I ever want for my daughter is her to compete in baton. Because yeah. I can't stand baton. And and any competition with baton is the worst thing ever. And I'd rather stick a, 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 a railroad spike through the front of my skull than sit at a seven-hour-long baton competition. Right, okay? right. I remember but all if that. My, if my 14-year-old daughter came up to me and said, Papa, I really love baton, and I want to try out for the Florida Traveling Baton Team. You know what I would think? I would say, I would think, oh my God. Oh, God, no. I really hope she bombs this. <laughs> this is going to be miserable. This is terrible. I hope she ruins the tryout. I hope that she face plants in the tryout and doesn't make the team for my own sanity. But I'm not going to say that to her. I'm going to say, all right, baby, do your best. I want the best for what you want. I want you <laughs> to reach the stars, and if this is something you want, go get it. I'm not going to tell her, uh, no, please don't do that, because I'd rather stab myself in the chest than sit through your, your competitions for baton. Mm. That is the equivalent of what Stephen Ross did with the Dolphins. It is. It is. Stupid. It's, it's a you know, tough way to get there you know, with your analogy, but <laughs> tough hey. Way, tough way to get there for sure. I mean, just stupid. But I agree. Uh, number three on the tanking. <laughs> One such comment is a claimed offer by Mr. Ross to pay Coach Flores $100,000 to lose games, as to which there are differing recollections about the wording, timing, and context. However phrased, such a comment was not intended or taken to be a serious offer, nor was the subject pursued in any respect by Mr. Ross or anyone else in no, the club. Right, cool. fine. We, we assume that, that that was just bad comedy from someone who's not funny. All right. He might have meant it. Now, now, <laughs> Come on now. He might have meant it. You know, if he might have meant it, maybe, you know, 100 racks isn't enough. It wasn't enough in the McDonald's bag. <laughs> Stone, Stones. So how much was I, So Flores was like, you know what? That's what you think of me? All right. Yeah. Rat. Like, snit. And boom, it was over. But if it, if it was $1.2 million, and they're like, oh, okay. I like how Stone thinks in the <laughs> NFL they would handle that type of illegal financial transaction like Northwest Corner Amarillo, Texas State yeah. would handle bringing in a recruit to their football program as if offshore bank <laughs> accounts and things of the such would not be involved. We, you know, you just said this is like Major League. This is literally like a movie. And what he did is walk around the facility and, and just openly say that we want to lose games. I mean, yeah. I can't put nothing past You, this you guy didn't now. get to the Tom Brady stuff either. Isn't Here it is. Oh. The integrity of the game policy violations <laughs> by the Dolphins. And this is where I believe the two draft picks, the first, and this, 
the first the Dolphins had two first round picks next year with a team that's going to go to the playoffs mm, this year mm, mm. with a masterful coach with a mind of an Einstein mm, cheetah. two first and cheetah and two first round picks going into next year but guess what Stephen Ross he just couldn't help himself and now they have one first round pick via the 49ers Trey Lance better suck oh he does uh, oh, oh, he Trey does. Lance you know better he does. suck you know we're on, we're on that fade Trey the train no doubt I hope he's good, but I know he sucks. Because if he didn't suck, he would be the starting quarterback. Sucks. So here is what the NFL found with tampering. <laughs> the Dolphins had impermissible communications with quarterback Tom Brady in 2019-2020 while he, uh, while he was under contract with the New England Patriots. Those communications began as early as August 2019 and continued throughout the 2019 season and postseason. These numerous and detailed discussions were conducted by Mr. Beal, who in turn kept Mr. Ross and other Dolphins executives informed of his discussions with Mr. Brady. I like all the misters. It's, it's real proper. This is so stupid. You know what really sucks this about it? So we didn't even want him. Like We weren't excited about these Tom Brady talks. Stupid. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like, if you're, which one do you want? Wait a second. Do you want the draft position or do you want Tom Brady? Right. Which one is it going to be? Well, you lost both. And then. Right. <laughs> you lost both. Thanks. But a you lot. guys were also. Eagles fan. I'm not an Eagles fan. I am a newly minted Dolphins fan of two days. Um, you guys were a little excited about the potential of Tom Brady back when we were talking about this. I, because I it's Tom Brady, but it's not like at the beginning of 19, I, I was sitting there like, oh, sweet God, Tommy, come come down here. Come here, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, don't do that to come us. Come here, Tommy. There's uh-huh. no uh-huh. way that uh-huh. that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. And, to say. It's easy to say that. And, and I think majority of Dolphins fans felt that way. Like, I don't think everyone was like, oh, my God, Tom Brady's coming to town. Like, we were, like, going crazy. I don't think we were that excited. It was more so like, okay, why are it's they doing nice this? It's a nice pipe dream. Yeah, right. Okay. All right, it I would be it. nice if it happened, but it's not like we were like, oh, God, go get Tom. Go get that 40-year-old quarterback. Go get him who looks like he's diminishing in New England. Go get him. No True. way. All right. True. Cool. I- I'll take your word for it. I wish I could go back and, and get the tapes, but I'll, I'll take your but word for it. Think about how dumb that is. Before 2019 even started, you have wow. executives at the what appears to be the order of the owner reaching out to Tom Brady knowing it's wrong. Don't you think that after Deflategate, after everything, the Patriots have uh, had a microscope on them because they're cheaters, they're dirty, dirty cheaters under Bill Belichick? Don't you think Big at trouble. some point this thing, these things might have churned up a little bit, right? Mm. Like, don't you think that maybe just maybe somebody would have caught wind of this at some point because Tom Brady was involved and ownership of another team was involved? Just maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn. But this is, again... I'm going to repeat, dumbass behavior. Yeah. Well, sometimes people with that amount of power and Are money. Dumbasses. Yeah, and they feel impervious to, you know. For sure. Any kind of consequences. So, Where, where's Sean Payton's name? Here we go. <laughs> There's oh. so much more to this report. That's the funniest part about it. This is, again, Brady. My apologies. <laughs> it's okay. But I promise you I'll get to the I feel Sean like LeBron Payton. James is going to come up in <laughs> right. this next. Like. Right. <laughs> Two. The Dolphins again had impermissible communications with both Mr. Brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season while he was under contract to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those discussions began no later than early December 2021 and focused on Mr. Brady becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and possibly serving as a football executive, although at times they also included the possibility of his playing for the Dolphins, both 
messengers, Ross and Beal, were active participants in these discussions. Now, I'm all for a competitive edge. I'm all for trying to get somebody because you want to win, and I like the competitiveness of Mr. Ross. I like Stephen Ross wanting to win. I appreciate that about him. But what I don't appreciate is reckless, dumb behavior. That, knowing, again, knowing it's wrong, thinking that after you botched a coaching search, you had a coach, and you're openly flirting with Jim Harbaugh Mm. early in your ownership, which leads to the most awkward press conference of all time with your GM, Jeff Ireland, and the head coach that you turned your back on sitting on either side of the owner at the Dolphins facility in Davie where you could have heard a pin drop and you you could not cut the tension with a knife because it was so thick. You've made those wow. mistakes. You think you're savvy That's a really enough? Good point. You think you're savvy enough to pull this off? To try and do things behind the scenes to better yourself? Like you're some sort of NFL uh, paragon when it comes to wheeling and dealing in the background? No, you've always been clunky, and you are clunky, and now you're caught. This is reckless and it's dumb. And it's so typical of Stephen Ross now, who I've defended over and over and over again, but I can't do it anymore. He just doesn't get it. He doesn't know how to do it, and he doesn't get it. I wonder if by week eight of the NFL season, you have this similar rant with Tua, who you've defended from the beginning. Like, is there a chance of that? I don't know, because this is a big hill turn for you. I'm... I. Steve I don't Ross, know. just simply. And, and maybe you're I'll not s- that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Maybe I'll sleep on it, and I will realize, all right, you know, Stephen Ross was just doing what's right for the franchise. This is raw. But this is, I am, I'm so done with it. it. It's, it's just one thing after another. It's raw, but with your, your, your point two seconds ago, you're literally, he's literally not that guy. Like, the wheeling and dealing, you're not that guy. Maybe in the boardroom, maybe when you're putting up uh, commercial real estate in West Palm. Maybe when you don't hesitate to throw millions around. Like, you got towers. That. But honestly, like, we hear a lot of stick to sports, and there's nothing more infuriating. I actually don't want Stephen Ross to stick to sports. <laughs> just stick to real estate. Mm. Like, you can own the team. Legitimately, just sit in your suite on Sundays. Yeah, let the football guys make the there, decisions. Yeah, Mark, he no longer needs to be involved in any part of the football. Guys team. like Mark Cuban ruined it for everybody else, right? right. That's, a, that's what everybody that's what they thinks be. they can be a hands-on owner of a team. Jerry Jones. I mean, Stephen Ross mm. being a hands-on owner of a team, his hands are made of blocks. Mm. He just he has no thumbs, no opposable thumbs. Can't handle anything. Just it falls to the floor and breaks all over the place in a million pieces. Uh. Now to Sean Payton. In January 2022, the Dolphins had impermissible communication with Don Yee, the agent for New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton, about having Mr. Payton serve as Miami's head coach. Miami did not seek consent from New Orleans, of course, to have these discussions, which occurred before Coach Payton announced his decision to retire as head coach of the Saints. Following that announcement, Miami requested permission to speak to Coach Payton Mm -hmm. for the first time, which New Orleans declined to grant. See, they thought they were onto something there. Like, oh, we're going to reach out. And then he retired. And like, oh, uh, we requested permission. We have nothing to see here. Now, now, now that is, is just like these rappers getting caught for saying that, you know, or talking about how they, they got, shot they people got caught stuff. sliding in the DMs. In, in, bro- in broad daylight, though, got caught. In broad daylight. Like, those reports came out about who was speaking to Sean, when they were speaking to Sean, and now it's written, you know, in, in actual bold print. 
We, we already knew all this. You got caught in broad daylight. It's tough, man. This is tough. I didn't realize being a Dolphins fan was going to come with so much. <laughs> sure. So much. Let's just recap Stephen Ross's tenure, okay? You have trying to make the Dolphins a, a celebrity party right off the bat, and that's fine. Try and get people excited, make it a who's who, orange carpet, things like that. And that's fine. Whatever. Unconventional? Sure. Did it work for anything? No, not really. Uh, celebrity ownership? All right, fine. Whatever. Uh, the, the, the absolute most awkward coaching situation with Tony Sperano, Jim Harbaugh, Jeff Ireland, that happened. Didn't go well. Uh, you hire a coach in Joe Philbin, who you bring in, who is a colossal disaster. Uh, you oversee the drafting of Ryan Tannehill, who you say, ah, I think this is the next Marino at his introductory press conference. Very tactful. Very tactful, Stephen. Well done. They don't don't put any pressure on the kid or anything. Okay, the the kid that played wide receiver. Right, right. They, Wait, they, he played the wide receiver in in college. Receiver. Yeah, <laughs> at, at Texas A and M. Hell of a change. Then, do they ever talk about that? You know, I think it was one of the early things. <laughs> it stopped at one point once he you know figured out how to throw the football. But you know, claiming that a kid who played wide receiver in college is going to be the next Hall of Fame quarterback, you know, so, stretch tough to do. Then you uh, you you hire Brian Flores, but. Then you make sure that he knows and several other of your executives know, hey, uh, let's just focus on draft position. Like, you openly – he might as well have just written it down and had it notarized. Like, I agree. what are you doing? Why would you say those things, think them, have a private conversation with someone, but to – it It sounds like he would walk into the facility and be like, hey, how are we coming with diminishing this roster so we can focus on draft position, huh, Chris? <laughs> Huh? Huh? Uh, Tom? Uh, Brian? Where are we with that? It said he wrote something down, right? Like there was there was something written. You know, there's stuff. There's there's apps like Telegram and WhatsApp now, where everything's encrypted. You can get away with whatever you want in those apps. What? How do you? Have you been doing things though? No. Okay, just making sure. Just want to clear that up. No, but he's right. He's right. Just WhatsApp it. Just WhatsApp it. I didn't know that. It's encrypted. Hmm. Yeah. Nobody can get eyes on what you're talking about. You think old man Steve knows about those things? <laughs> well, that's kind of the reason I brought it up. He should. Like, this guy's writing it down, like, hey, don't forget about the, dra- the draft picks. That's so draft weird. position and, and sending it. Well, how is that getting to somebody? Like a text message, a green text message? No. Like, it, there's other ways to do it. So then he, he says, hey, uh, why don't you, uh, hey, hey uh, associate, why don't you uh, reach out to Tom Brady? Before the 2019, you you want we know that this is wrong, and we know that the Patriots have a microscope on them because they're cheaters. But hey, let's um let's let's get a hold of the most the the most um uh visible athlete on the planet and uh, just start planting a seed. Let's do that. You want to know why? Because we're smarter than everybody. We're smarter mm-hmm. than everybody. We know what we're doing. Maybe you thought the Michigan man connection was gonna maybe hold Maybe. Up. Yeah, Maybe. you know, you're right. That's it. But we're so not, I got Michigan ties. Like we got ties. It's yeah. all cool. Nothing will, nothing will come out. We're not going to just message him once. We're going to do it a lot. We're going to keep doing it during that season. We're going we're gonna to keep going with it. Uh, you know what? It didn't work out for us one time. Let's, let's do it again. Let's do it again with, uh, with Tampa. Let's, uh, everybody's everybody's uh, looking at Tom Brady. Everybody's looking at us. Let's, uh, let's meet up. Let's uh let's see if we can message him again. Oh, oh, that didn't work. Oh, let's go get Sean Payton. Oh, oh, oh we're not allowed to do that. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, uh, he, now he retired. So, oh, <laughs> request permission. It's stupid. It's stupid, and it's all overseen by him. 
I have gone to bat for him over and over and yeah. over and over again and said the biggest flaw of Stephen Ross is that he is too competitive. The biggest Stephen Ross flaw is that he wants a winner, and he'll go to any length to get a winner. Here's what I have not been taking into account, and this is where I've been wrong. Yes, he's competitive. Yes, he wants to win. But also, when it comes to football and owning a football team, he has no damn idea how to do it, what he's doing, or really how to go about any, any of what it takes to be any sort of mover and shaker in the NFL. It's embarrassing. And now it's cost his franchise a glorious opportunity going into next offseason. If you think mm. you're going to have the year this year that you think you're going to have. He did it. Not anybody else. This was Stephen Ross's fault. He is now torpedoing the franchise because of dumbass behavior and he knows better. He needs to get rid of the team. <laughs> Someone else needs to come in and take over the team. Enough already. Hmm. Enough. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. He's been too much of a detriment. Too much. I can't, I cannot defend it anymore. Enough already. I know a um a certain quarterback in Tampa who's looking at doing ownership after uh <laughs> oh, is it too soon for Tom Brady? He might be on the Stephen Ross might be on the phone <laughs> with him right now. <laughs> I'm then, just saying. All of the stuff I, I poo-pooed Florio. I poo-pooed Chris Sims, said there's no way. There's no way. You just want to talk about the Dolphins. You just have the ah, Dolphins in your mouth. That's true. And now I look like a clown. I look like a jackass. And it was all true. All of those reports, It was man. all true. Florio was right. Sims was right. Ooh. Everything. Everything. It's good reporting. Because I didn't think it's crazy that stuff. Stephen Ross would have a head full of spam and think he could do those things. But sure enough, he did. And now he's lost the team of first-round pick. It's not good enough. In fact, it's embarrassing. In fact, he can no longer own the Dolphins. Do the Dolphins need Stephen Ross to sell the team? Should the Dolphins sell the team after what we found out and based on his body of work, his ownership with the Dolphins, should Stephen Ross sell the team? Do the Dolphins need a new owner? Should Stephen Ross sell the team? I say unequivocally now, yeah. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. After everything we heard, and it's cost the Dolphins now a first-round pick because of behavior that absolutely could have been avoided, should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? 888 760 3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hold on, I'm going to read you a tweet, and I need you two to try and decipher what it means. I tweeted at KLV1063, should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? And in case you're just joining us, that man has cost his team a first-round draft pick next year. They had two of them. Now it's one. And now the hopes of getting a high-end draft pick depend on whether or not Trey Lance can play the quarterback position. I am so angry right now as a Dolphins fan. I am so angry that Stephen Ross's ineptitude has been allowed to get to this point. How a real estate magnate, someone who is largely a self-made billionaire, he, he wasn't born into money, 
has made himself generational wealth, can be so great from a real estate perspective, and so ham-fisted hmm. as an NFL owner. What in God's name, man? But I want you, I, I'm going to read this tweet, okay? So, should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? A Twitter account named Dolphins Nation responds with the following, I guess your mommy didn't love you. All right. So, what does that mean? That might be Stephen Ross's burner. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Ross's assistant. I think the translation. Found some time to, to step away texting Tom Brady to, to tweet at me. You know you've made it, though, when you have the bots or trolls like responding with things like that. Yeah, I got ratio today. Speaking on, some, <laughs> speaking, on, speaking on some golf stuff. It hurt. Kind of my first one, but it felt good. I'm not going to I've never heard anybody say no, that exact thing. No, sentence. it's because Stone is living on these live streets, <laughs> the, this, these live golf they're, streets. They're dangerous and he streets. Got, yeah, he got who ratio? He got ratio. Uh, some other account, but they, they, they got me good. They, they got me good, <laughs> and you know the likes came in. But Ken, so so besides that, I'm tra- sorry, I gotta look this up. My mommy talk. didn't love you. And by the way, how dare he? Um, he talk about Joyce. Yeah. How dare he? Whoa, I forgot he did that. How dare he? But it's translation like damn saint. Translation, you're like grumpy, like relax, like, you know, like don't be a spaz, I think. Like, don't be negative. I don't know. What your mommy your mommy No, don't be negative. They just lost a first round pick. <laughs> right, right. But I think they just lost a first round pick because their owner is being dumb. Yeah. Avoidable stupid behavior. This is where I draw the line. It's one thing to be competitive. It's one thing. To have a gigantic swing and then miss out on a target, trying to make your franchise better. It's another thing to be dopey about it. And there's been too many distances, instances of dopey where it has not only hurt the Dolphins in the court of public opinion, made them embarrassing in the sports spectrum, but now it has tangibly hurt them with this first-round pick. That's why I'm angry, and that's why I think Stephen Ross finally needs to sell the team. Enough is enough. And if he doesn't sell the team, then stay the hell away. Show up on Sundays, get in your suite, clap with Dan Marino sitting next to you, and be gone. Let Tom Garfinkel handle everything. Mm. Times pass you by, right? Like, is this what's happening with Stephen Ross? Like, these guys are getting older, not able to keep up with the time. But he's never been an owner where you say, ah, he knows what he's doing. Right, but he's also seventy-five. Wow. Okay. Uh, he's probably, he's probably but what does older. that have to do? What, I just all think, of the NFL owners might not are seventy-five. No, but, no, but, yeah, and but they're I, a lot smarter than him. I mean, I, I guess that's true. But what I'm trying to say is, and I use Mark Cuban as an example. He's too good of an example. But they're doing the same things that we just got caught doing. We as in the Dolphins and Stephen Ross, but they don't get caught because they know how to do it properly. Like this guy just doesn't know how to maneuver in the streets. Like, is it because like the times passed him by? Because I'm sure well, this goes on at every organization at every level, but guys do it better and know how to move. Here's, here's what it sounds like. Stephen Ross thinks that he can get away with anything, mm. okay? Mm. Because he's so competitive. And again, that's good. That's good to be competitive. But when you're displaying narcissist behavior like, oh, I can go behind my coach's back and go get Jim Harbaugh. And then you didn't factor in there might be ramifications for that if you don't land Jim Harbaugh and it's going to turn into right. one of the most embarrassing things the franchise has seen from a coaching perspective. Mm. Whoopsie. But then, not only that, you're going to put yourself in that position again. 
And what you're going to do is you're going to be vocal about it. Ah, draft picks, draft picks. Worry about the draft picks. Worry about the draft picks. Uh, that's more important than win-loss. Hey, you, 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 I want you to know I'm more concerned with the draft picks than I am uh, the, uh, the, the win-loss record. Whoopsie, did I say that? Whoops. Uh, he pulled an Urkel. Did I say that? And then, uh, and then, ah, uh, I won't discuss it again because the coach got, got mad. No, no, you shouldn't have discussed it at all. Like, what are you doing? And then, and then... He's got his yes men around him. So he's like, hey, uh, text Brady. Let him know I said this. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll get away with it, though, because I'm not directly texting him. You're a conduit. Well, we, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with this. And, of course, it's his yes man. So he's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Ross. And then here it is biting him in the ass. Hey, uh, text Sean Payton. I know we're not supposed to do it, but it's okay because we're talking with his agent, and it's coming through a conduit. So no big deal. We won't get caught. Oh, except you did. And then you're going to try and fool everybody requesting permission once he retires. Like you weren't already in Don Yee's DMs. Bleep that. It's, a wa- it's wasting our time as Dolphins fans. Thanks for the stadium. Thanks for making the franchise significantly more financially viable than it was. Let that be your legacy and step away. Step away. Should the Dolphins be sold by Stephen Ross? Should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I just, as frustrated as you are with the Carolina Panthers, oh, you're yeah. a big Carolina Panthers fan, uh, Theo. But Baker Mayfield, it's annoying. Yeah. But also, I don't think... You feel like ownership, and it's relatively new oh, ownership with the sucks. Panthers. Everything he sucks, he's done since he came I, in, but has I don't been think he's. He, I, I don't think that he's sabotaging the franchise gave, with ignorant behavior. He gave a guy who never coached has. Baylor into a decent record, or I guess a good record for Baylor. A Baylor head coach who's not even an offensive genius. He gave that dude like a, a lifetime contract and won't get rid of him. They they tried to sell us on da- Sam Darnold. And now it's Baker Mayfield. He's done a terrible job. Ever since he stepped in, I mean, Jerry Richardson was a terrible human being. But Dave Tepper is a terrible manager of a football team. Remember when Jerry Richardson put statues of himself (laughs) standing between Panthers outside that stadium? That was amazing. I saw those in person, and I laughed. It's weird. I openly laughed. It was hilarious. He was was a despicable person and all of the other stuff that happened with him. But Dave Tepper – so think about it. Like my last few years as a Panthers fan, because I'm no more a Panthers fan, Jerry Richardson – a diabolical human being, and now Dave Dave Tepper, uh, an in, I, don't, I don't want to say incompetent so far owner, who's put his faith in a, the Baylor head football okay. coach. But it's also his first run at it. It's not like he's been at it since 2008 right. like Stephen Ross. So I have to wait a decade before I – 15 I, years, actually. <laughs> you know what? I hate Matt Rule. And I think it's he the sucks. I, th- I think he's absolute garbage. He's not even an offensive like if you're gonna hire a, a college football coach. Uh, so when I when I watch some of these guys' practices, I, like when I watch a guy go from a team to a team and they're doing drills, right? I want to see like how indie indie means like individual, right? Just wide receivers doing footwork drills, this yeah. and that. Like I, I'm curious to how is Mike McDaniel? Is his first time being able to actually have the whistle in his mouth? And you know, Kyle Shanahan was that guy. Like, how do people move? When I watch Matt Rule move on uh, an NFL field, it's odd to me. It sticks out to me. It, it, the things he does stands out. Like, the practices are run differently. And you think coming from college to NFL, you got to surround yourself with a uh, supporting staff who's been in the league for a while. Yeah. 
and the Panthers' practices just look a little weird sometimes. And, and, I, and I, I'm, but again, I'm probably wrong. That's fine. He, he, he hired a dud head coach. But Dave that's Tepper, fine. you know what a his reason was? He okay, said, fine. He but, said Matt Rule reminded him of me. Or Matt Rule. He saw some okay. Matt Rule in him because yeah. of the way he dressed. Breaking yeah. news. Owners are narcissists. He's like, an idiot. Fine. He's an idiot. That's okay. why I'm no longer a Panthers but, fan. But you, sucks. you can't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna judge an owner off of one coaching hire. But it's well, been a, it's been a coaching carousel, I guess, not with Ron. Well, no, he wasn't a part of he the wasn't Ron a part, part of it. He he got in after Ron, yeah. and then he hired Matt Rule, and then he every other move he's made has been terrible. But you know, what? I'm not get into the weeds of Panthers fans. Right. Yeah, I'm a Stephen Ross guy now, baby. Well, everything's good. I right. Yes, sir. <laughs> I just fins up. What's really frustrating for me is that I have gone out of my way standing for him for a long time. And now he has cost his team by being really reckless. Mm. And he knows better. He's 75 years old. He knows better. He knows, oh, but everybody does it. Yeah, but not everybody's dumb enough to get caught. Yeah. And Stephen Ross, this isn't the first time he's put himself in a real awkward, rough position. And this time it cost him a first-round pick. You think Chris Greer is happy today? You think Chris Greer is enjoying the fact that he has one less piece of ammunition to either A, make a pick, or B, make a big deal? Yeah, you could have moved up in the draft Absolutely. with two first-rounders. Absolutely. Yeah. Chris Greer, who, by the way, spent three years trying to stockpile as many picks as possible, and now his owner just totally crapped one into the 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 stratosphere and the 2024 third rounder mm-hmm. that's that's high draft capital so should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 tweeted us at KLV1063 Alessandro Miglio tweets forcibly mm. forcibly he wants the Donald Sterling yeah the, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. the Donald Sterling treatment <laughs> in the in that spot uh, Big Punisher says, yeah, so maybe he can focus on Michigan being better. Well He's said. so caught up on Michigan. And Michigan's fine. back. Fine. If, if he wants the Donald Sterling treatment, that we send in the Big Punisher. Uh, Julio says, Stephen Ross's incompetence is crippling the team. Uh, I, th- th- this is the tangible proof. I would say that that is completely overblown, but he is now crippling the team. If you lose a first-round pick... Over something so stupid, that is yeah. significant. And I know, and you made the comment over the break, Theo. Like I'm, I'm, we're talking about this in his backyard. Like he lives right across the intercoastal. Yeah, he could be tuned in. He probably is tuned in. If a big thing like this happened, I mean, where's the first place you oh. go? You turn the TV on. You turn the radio on. Oh, it might be Stephen Ross that just called in. No, oh, good. Stephen Ross has a. Trust uh, me, trust me. It is not Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross has a a statement. Let's read this. This is my first time reading this. Okay. The independent investigation cleared our organization on any issues related to tanking and all of Brian Flores' other allegations. As I've said all along, these allegations were false, malicious, and defamatory, and this issue is now put to rest. With regards to tampering, I strongly disagree with the conclusions and the punishment. However, I will accept the outcome because the most important thing is that there be no distractions for our team as we begin an exciting and winning season. I will not allow anything to get in the way of that. Except for... Way to own it, Steve. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that was about as strong of an ownership of wrongdoing as his ownership of the Dolphins has been. Boom, roasted. God. I take some responsibility. Take some responsibility. I disagree. On tampering, I disagree. No, but there clearly is 
evidence yeah. there. doesn't matter if you sent an intermediary or if it was you. What you did was illegal. Also, what does I disagree with it even mean? Okay. Yeah, I disagree with your disagreement. <laughs> yeah. I disagree with your disagreement. I, we can play that. Yeah. I disagree. And then uh, <laughs> the the petty, the petty, the salty, the independent investigation cleared our organization on any issues related to tanking and all of Brian Flores' other allegations. As I've said all along, these allegations were false, malicious, and defamatory, and this issue is now put to rest. But he he told several people about the priority being the draft picks yeah. over the wins and losses. How did you think your brand new head coach was going to translate that? It's not. It's not outright false. It's not outright outright malicious. Yeah. He he literally told Brian Flores to tank, just not in those words. Brian, yeah, Brian Flores. He said he was offered money. Yeah, it was a joke. But um, Brian Flores, when he said it made me uncomfortable, the language coming from the owner about what the priority is with this organization, like that, that appears as if that was that was found. That's in line with what the NFL reported yeah. today. Now, that's what I put the most stock into, that right there, the social aspect of it. Like, like Stephen Ross trying to do one thing and Flores not reciprocating the same feelings. Like, yeah. you're not that guy. I've said it a hundred times, but you're not who you think you are. You're delusional. You don't know how to move. That's where I'm hung up. That's what I think is the most important part of this. Uh, Lavelle uh, messages... Hell no, he shouldn't sell the Dolphins. I remember when he wasn't the owner, 1-17. Remember? Well, it was 1-15, first of all. And also, that was during the transition year when Wayne Huizinga was transitioning to Stephen Ross being the owner. 1-17. That's an incredible record he came up with there. And uh, did you like he the counted two- the preseason. Did yeah. you like the 2008 season? Did you like the 2008 season when the Dolphins won the AFC Woo! East? That was Wayne Huizinga bringing in Bill Parcells, who brought in Tony Sperano. So if you didn't like the 1-15 season, Wayne Huizinga laid a complete gigantic piece of crap with Cam Cameron. What did he do? He went back and got Bill Parcells. And that's the last time the Dolphins really truly have been worth anything. Two wildcard appearances since then. Wayne Huizinga was responsible for the AFC East title because he had the guts to leave the on-field legacy yeah. with Bill Parcells. Mm. Okay, I think you got to fail forward fast, though, Cam. Oh, Cam Cameron. But Stephen, Stephen Ross has embarrassed the organization, and he's hurt the organization now. It's one thing to embarrass him. It's another thing to hurt him tangibly, and Stephen Ross has done that. Should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. That is Theodore C WPTV News Channel five WFLX Fox twenty nine. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN one zero six three. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka live on ESPN one zero six three. Stone, this isn't an act. Like, this has legitimately ruined my day. I am furious as a Dolphins fan. You should tweet out a picture of your face. It's been red for, for now an hour. Yeah. Straight, so it ain't no act. An NFL owner, a successful businessman, a real estate magnate, a man who owns the East Coast of this country. It, he is so meat-brained when it comes to... To be in the owner of an NFL franchise. It's what happens when you think you can do it all. He thinks he's Mark Cuban. Listen, you he want, thought he was going to get away with this stuff. You want to know how I know he thinks he's Mark Cuban? We had the 
do a lot of the part-time stuff at Hard Rock Stadium. We had the celebration of Don Shula, right? They bring in all the bigwigs, all the stars. I had to park Stephen Ross's car. He gets out, AirPods in. How's it going, Mr. Ross? Right on by, not a glance. He in- snubbed you? Well, I'm talking about snub me. I so after you parked too. his car. I parked his car, so I took 15 selfies in it. Oh, right. I hope he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but I, AirPods in. How's it going, Mr. Ross? You know? Mm-mm, not a glance, not a turn of the neck, nothing. So wait, you parked Stephen Ross's car and took 15 selfies in it? Yes, I did. Not 15, <laughs> eh, like five. That's pretty badass behavior, it's a pretty. Actually. It's a hog daddy escalate, yeah. too. It's nice. Oh, yeah. Like that, okay. Leather red seats. You don't snub snow. You don't snub stone. You just don't do it. That's rule number one, I feel like, here. Don't snub stone. And when people snub stone, <laughs> take they... selfies in your car. Unsuspecting <laughs> car owners. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and the leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? He has cost his team a first-round pick next year, a third-round pick in 2024. The NFL finding violations of tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton detailing some of the conversations that Stephen Ross and company had about prioritizing the draft over wins and losses in 2019. No punishment for that, but it appears as if clear evidence that Stephen Ross at least broached the topic several times with multiple people, which again, think it, that's fine, to express it to multiple people, like that's just dumb. Yeah. That's just dumb. Incriminating behavior. Should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? 888-760-3776. And by the way, Brian Flores has put out a statement, and we'll get to that in just a second. Brian is in West Palm. Brian's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Brian. Hi. First, yes sell the team, but I feel like the timing of this release is purposeful to change the conversation from Deshaun Watson and everything that happened. So now, instead of talking about Deshaun, we're talking about this. And it makes me feel sick, honestly. No, I think that that, that's... uh, Okay. Bye. I think that (laughs) that's that's gonna change at least for a day, the discussion down here. Do you think in New York... Do you think in L.A.? Do you think in Chicago? Do you think in Cleveland? Your radio do you think in Houston? In do you think in Dallas yeah. that they're going to talk Stephen Ross they over to Sean Watson? Yeah. Absolutely not. It's it's less consequential to the national conversation, especially because Deshaun Watson is a franchise quarterback for a team that plans to contend in the playoffs, whereas the Dolphins losing a first and third round pick isn't going to affect the play on field this year. So, no. Right. I, I just... Are they making an example out of Stephen Ross? Maybe. But it kind of feels like Stephen Ross has had this coming a little bit, right? He's yeah. been flirting with danger a little bit. And, uh, well, I don't necessarily necessarily agree with the punishment. I also don't agree with how Stephen Ross is involved, as involved as he is on the football side. When, when everything happened with Stephen Ross and Tony Sperano and Jeff Ireland, he said that he was going to leave the football duties to the football people. This is not leaving the football (laughs) duties to the football people. He can't 
help himself. He can't help himself, and now it's cost his team a first-round pick. He went back on what he said he was going to do. This is my frustration. I spent five years on a daily basis around that team with him as the owner. I know what he said. I know what his intentions were. I've talked to the man. And this is not what he said was going to be the case after Sperano and Harbaugh happened. This is him still getting his fingers, his billionaire fingers, involved and in the middle of it. And now it's cost his team a first-round pick. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing, and it's enough. Should Stephen Ross sell the team? 888-760-3776. Ernesto is in Boynton. Ernesto's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Ernesto. What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. And I would say, hell yeah, I would take him off your hands if you take Dolan off my hands. Do that. Ooh. We'll swap them out. You take uh. Dolan, I'll take Ross. No. All right? Yeah, because it, both of these owners, they're both owners are both fat. They're both rich-ass owners. They got a lot of money, and they both don't belong in the sport. I say be going with both of them. I say be going with both of them. Because, right. to be honest, they right. both remind Steven, me of the same thing. They don't know. Go ahead. Go Stephen ahead. Ross has made a lot of mistakes, but he hasn't hired Isaiah Thomas. And then he hasn't made a multi-million dollar sexual harassment payout. So, there are levels to being sucky as an owner. You're right. There is that, that is the most suckiest. I'm not okay. You're right. We are the worst. You are okay. We're right. We're number one. So again, at least, you, at least you're not as bad as him. This guy just wants to win. The thing is, I think it's past his time. I think he thinks he could do anything and say anything without being any repercussions. And I think it's caught up with him. And I think that's the bottom line. I think it's pretty clear. It's finally hurt him. Listen, there there is James Dolan, and there is. Um, uh, why am I blanking in Washington? Dan oh, Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Snyder. There's, <laughs> there's Snyder, there's Dolan, and then every other owner is is above them. Yeah. Okay, let's be clear. Yeah. Those are the two worst, like, burning in hell and type the, of owners. I, I think Phoenix Suns owner is, uh, well, he's, is around there. He's, he's pending. He's, he's pending. He's yeah. like, I don't know, guys. Uh, pending uh, an investigation. Uh, he's yeah. hovering. Room for one more? Donald Sterling's looking in the window. Well, he's Satan. No, he's the one that's letting him all in. Oh, he's inviting him. Yeah, he's like, he's made it. Because Donald Sterling is no longer with us, right? Oh, wait, did he? Could you check that real quick? I forget. You're 100% right. I don't have to check it, but I will. Well, I he think, would be he would be knocking if he's not with us he would be the one yeah. in in owner hell knocking on the, the door one saying come, come, in, here, yeah. come here he's at the gates yeah he's I got, like I don't know man these allegations aren't strong enough right. for you like I'm pretty sure Donald Sterling is no longer with us I think he did pass away and just to make it uh, quick I, I I did a keyword search Donald Sterling dead on Twitter and here uh-huh. we got I don't care who this upsets I'm glad Donald Sterling is dead uh, okay wow. so that seems like proof right there <laughs> it seems like proof no I don't think he's dead wait did we just know. kill off Donald Sterling? I think we did because the next one says every time I go to a Clippers game, I remember that Donald Sterling isn't dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> he's alive. Me. He's 88 ah. years old and he is alive. Wow. <laughs> Donald Sterling still alive. We learned something today here on Ken Levick Alive. Oh. We tried to kill him. <laughs> we put him in hell. So, so there is Donald Sterling, Dolan, and... Uh, Snyder. And Snyder, Snyder, Dolan, Sterling, and uh, yeah, and the Phoenix Suns owner. I, I keep blanking Again, on his Penny. name. 
pending. He's pending. Yeah, he's pending. Uh, should Jerry Steve, Richardson? I'm sorry, Jerry uh, Richardson. Oh, Jerry we talked Richardson, about him earlier. Yeah, now he rest in peace to him. He did pass he away. Did you're pass. Right. He did pass. But he, he also so he's the one letting him in. <laughs> okay. He's okay. The there we go. He's Manning Hills Gate. Uh, so should Stephen Ross sell the Dolphins? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. And did you know that Donald Sterling is not dead? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Hour number two. Theo's heading to Vegas. I'm taking Enjoy off. your trip. Sin City. Stone and I are going to take it from here. He's Stone the Bandwitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.